You're listening to a fresh new podcast on healing, spiritual development, nutrition, energy work, and sometimes aliens. From the owner of the celebrity acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. We have an amazingly special guest here today. Amberly is here. Hello. And so is Miss Cindy Daigle. Hello. So, okay, Cindy is, Cindy and I met probably, oh God, four years ago. And I'm going to introduce you as my meditation teacher because you're really the first person that I experienced meditation through. And so some of the things that I want to talk about are because Cindy's meditation, for those of you who are listening, has never been just a guided mudra meditation. <laughs> it's so much more. It's a it's a compilation of everything that you're interested in, and and creating an experience of healing through that meditation. Just most importantly, healing. So I want to talk about some of those aspects that you bring into your work, which that's your life. Right. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it can come from. So let's let's start from. Where is your biggest source of inspiration for what you for what you do for your meditative and healing work? Okay. Well, while I'm thinking. Okay. Um, I think. Well, it's not that I look to outside circumstances for inspiration. Um, I think it was something that I came in this life with okay with this uh it's what i was here to do what i came here to do and that was to um learn and master the energies of this planetary system and also to convey that to other people because Mm -hmm. that's why we're here Mm -hmm. so that's that i don't know if it's an inspiration it's it's kind of like i have to yes Mm -hmm. i can't not right yes much as the same way that i feel about my life and my existence that like Mm -hmm. there are so many things that I just can't not do. Yeah. Right. But for you, what I love about you so much is that you, it's like you have an energetic remembrance of where you need to go and you do use other tools. We all do. Yes. (laughs) But you connect with it and actually act on it. Because I have to. Right. <laughs> it's not a choice. Yeah. Yeah. And just like meditation for me is yeah. I, I do. I do do. I do have meditations where I go inside and I'm very quiet. Walking around is a meditation for me. But when I have a group of people that come to me to open up and shift, that's my job. Mm-hmm. So I run the energies. Uh, I think one of you put on uh, Facebook this week. Y'all, y'all said something, some kind of field, and mm-hmm. I wrote field 106, and I put, yes. I call that grids because yes. that's what I do. I run grids with sacred geometry in the room, mm-hmm. and and just being in the room, just walking in, whether you're committed to experience meditation or not, you're getting the energy. Yes, you're starting mm-hmm. to shift. Right. So when you say, so we're breaking this down very simply okay. because the audience that we talk to are basic witches, <laughs> meaning that this. This podcast for a lot of people is is some of their first exposure to the the 
energy okay. field, the energetic anything, energetic healing, um, spiritual development. This is the first conscious conversation that a lot of our listeners are having in this. Okay. So mm-hmm. when you say that you walk into a room and you're running grids. Okay. Yes. What is that? What is that? Okay. Well, um, I work with sacred geometry. I teach sacred geometry. And what that is is that there are energies around us all the time. So if we were to take uh, just a, a little section of the field, your aura, okay, just a small little one inch by one inch type cube, right? Put it under a microscope, but I'm talking about a, um, a nano, you know, reads nanoparticles. You would actually see uh, geometric forms spinning, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's that. all that is is energy in a physical state okay so it's a measurement of energy but so you can see it yes so color is a measurement of energy uh physicalness is Mm -hmm. a measurement of energy Uh so so the reason why i so love working with sacred geometry is because when someone says well i will send love i will send healing fine tune it Yes. And that's mm-hmm. what I do. So it's it's not, you know, just a basic, I'll send this. No, I fine-tune it to a frequency, to a vibration, and go right to what needs to be shifted and send that energy. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yes. Yeah. So are you consciously deciding what that needs to look like? Or are you just conscious? You're probably without consciousness getting what that looks like so that you can send it. Oh, okay. So, like, do I consciously choose something and send it? Yes. Yeah, sometimes. So so before a class, mm-hmm. uh, before meditation, uh, and, and everything I do, like a, just a relationship or, you know, just talking with someone, I don't manipulate the energies in that. I don't put something around someone's feel, first of all, unless they ask for it, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, unless they ask for healing or they ask for, you mm-hmm. know, they, they wish something were different or something like that. But if someone comes into a class and I want to raise the frequency to one that they get to shift out. Well, let's say this, for instance, a lot of people are going through things where they're not even aware of their physical body, okay? Mm -hmm. And so we hold so much in our physical form. So what I'll do is, so the meditation, so I'll figure out, okay, what's the meditation? What's the thing tonight? And then I'll start running energies, start sending out sacred geometries in a grid-type formation in the room uh-huh. that will actually just go up and down like in in rows and just start gently gracefully clearing the energies so that this light can come in that mm-hmm. we pull in mm-hmm. okay because the meditations mm-hmm. are all about light as well so we have to shift the heavy denser forms from our field whether it's the physical the emotional the mental the astral um, the the or the forms around our body we have to shift the negative heavy energy so that light can come in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of light, so Cindy was one of the first people who I ever got in touch with having to do with the Wait, metaphysical world. We probably met Cindy and started connecting with Cindy individually before we started before hanging you and I out. knew each other. Yeah. yeah, I probably. It's like something in the yeah. universe. Didn't y'all come to one of the classes at the women's center? You did, huh? Somebody did. Hmm. No, I did. Oh, you did. Yes, yes. With Emily. With Emily, yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I actually, when I first met Giselle Whittington, she told me about 
Cindy because Cindy lives nearby where I live. So she was like, oh, you need to get in touch with this person. So I called Cindy on a random day. I don't know if you remember this, but yeah, because I just didn't care at that point. Um, And I was like, I have to know like what it is that you do. Like I want to know about energy. I want to know about this kind of stuff because I don't know what's going on with me. And at that time I was just starting with out of body experiences and didn't, did not know what was happening to me. So, and everybody I knew at that point that I termed as being quote unquote weird, they couldn't give me any answers. So you're saying I'm weird. (laughs) Well, well, yeah, join the club. We're, (laughs) we're all weird. Um, so yeah. So then Giselle's like, you need to get in contact with Cindy Daigle. So, uh, I was so excited to finally just speaking on the phone with you. I mean, it was just a whole new world opening up and Cindy was telling me things that, were just so um, enlightening and speaking to my soul. And you're right. Like the words didn't matter. It was the energy you were transferring yeah. to me right. through yeah. the phone that I knew, okay, this is like so another level that I need to know more about. Um, so I will always be grateful yeah. for you in my life because you were one of the very first ones yeah. who showed me what this whole energetic field is all about. So and, thank and that's you. what running grids are. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Because it's just speaking right. with somebody, the words are just mind candy. Yes. Because what mm-hmm. I'm doing is I'm shifting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And you were talking to me when I had an actual session with Cindy. Um, she was saying that, talking about a Merkaba, and this has popped up for me like only today for whatever reason this morning it popped in my Cindy head always talks about Merkabas yeah and which is a light body <laughs> it's a name for a light body and she you know she it's was a telling vehicle. it's what a are our vehicles yeah so you were telling me about this in my session and naming you know what we call aliens and all these you know mm-hmm. beings and I was like what the hell is she talking about <laughs> I don't know what is going on this is the craziest thing I felt like I was gonna have like an anxiety attack because it was just so much information Overload. it was yeah but it was good because you did you did help me shift out and yeah pop that little bubble that I was <laughs> uh, that I put myself in and just for whatever reason today, the Merkaba light body keeps popping up for me, even in random conversations, which Merkaba is not something you talk about ever, you know, with a normal, seemingly normal person. Yeah. But it's you mean not up. one of us. Right. right. right not one of us. <laughs> Depends who your friends are. <laughs> right. So it's just interesting to me that this has been popping up and that it, do you want to give the audience a little bit of information on what a Merkaba even is and well, how you utilize it? Um, I, I'll, hmm, let's see, that, that's a broad, <laughs> that's a big conversation. Okay, there. so in in layman's um, terms, what is a Merkaba? Well, you know, I have a, a picture in my living room, okay. and it's actually a, uh, a rubbing from a uh, temple in Mayan, you know, uh-huh. Mayan land, so I guess Mexico or something like mm-hmm. that, and um it's kind of tricky because if you look at it, it's a picture of an ancient Mayan man, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like sitting in a contraption. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for many, this is really cool because I'm redoing my house right now. And I had the picture in, it's all framed, and I had it kind of like in a corner in the living room. And then I, as we were painting the living room, I took it off the wall 
and I looked at it, and then I turned it, and I went, "Wow, I've had this wrong." <laughs> and I had I had the picture going. Uh, so, you know, lengthwise, uh-huh. well, it should have been going up and down. But the reason why I'm telling you this is it looks like the Mayan man is in a spaceship. That's awesome. And really what it is, he's in his Merkaba for soul travel. He's going back mm-hmm. to where he came from, his star system. So a Merkaba is just a light vehicle yeah. that is, is it's it? A with, it's a field. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there, there is a practice mm-hmm. um, that you do working with energy, with mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. geometry, where you create so much energy around your form using geometry mm-hmm. that like an explosion happens and then a toroid form happens Mm -hmm. and from that you create your or energize the merkaba around your feel Mm -hmm. yeah so it's and then in um in egypt in 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 um Mayan and Inca, mm-hmm. they talk about the Ka body, the Ba body, mm-hmm. and, and that's what it is. It's, it's, they're all at different energy levels mm-hmm. of where you are. Mm-hmm. Right. Your, mm-hmm. I, I would say not your spiritual practice, but where you are in terms of how much work you've done mm-hmm. on yourself and how much an- light you can bring in. Mm-hmm. And this is actually very interesting because even though people, you know, they're like, oh, well, you can't see it. But this actually shows up on the military's radar. Mm-hmm. So if somebody yeah, is meditating and opens up that light body, it will pull up on the military's radar mm-hmm. and you will have a helicopter flying over your house very quickly and you know wondering yeah. what signal that is <laughs> and it happens and you know it's just somebody meditating but it, i think that's fascinating that it is something that is very physical mm-hmm. that actually does exist even if you can't yeah. necessarily well, see you it can, if you can measure the energy around you which that's what they're doing they're, they're measuring mm-hmm. the uh, what the um, the electromagnetic field right mm-hmm. so right. If, if you're energizing that field they're picking it up of yeah course. right I think it's awesome and and then that tells you how much a lot of this has credence but mm-hmm. you never knew because you weren't supposed to know right, right. yeah mm-hmm. right because what happens when we go into that state and what happens when we travel and what happens when we have more information that's a part of us we change the way that we live and we question mm-hmm. everything around us yeah. But, but you also start creating. Right. Yeah. It's, I think it's just, you know, I think Amberly's coming from a place of um, so much is shifting. And so it's being shown that there are people who want to be on the ship of shifting and then people who don't want to be on that ship and who are afraid of it. Yeah. And so they're watching and they are um, observing in a way that's, um, and they're reacting in a way that's fear-based. Yeah. So it's important. And the information that we want to provide is that of, you know, being okay, being on the ship that's shifting. And what does that feel like in a lot of ways? Like, So I kept going back to the first time that I did a meditation with you. Actually, probably the first... Every almost every time I do a meditation with you, my accounts. It's always the first. Yeah. It really is. It, that's what it feels like. Yeah. So there's something, and and I think that I had to be I had to be exposed to you in your field because it's such a palpable 
experience mm-hmm. it, for me it was and it was beyond just like sitting there and clearing my my mind it's it's I felt you know so I'll create the the picture for people who are just listening we were you know Cindy just has people in a room um she has a lot of people laying down these meditation sessions that she's been hosting for years um looks the format looks different every time but but since you're giving information you're giving channeled information you're providing content via video and audio and sound and sometimes you're you're providing the tones and the sound and um, like Cindy said she's she's running grids and things like that so people everyone's laying down so I'm laying down and it feels I guess if you're in the present moment of experience, it feels like you're falling asleep. So it felt like I was falling asleep and I would travel, you know, above my body and then out of the world, like you would kind of instruct for some of the meditations. Some of them you wouldn't even instruct this and that's Mm -hmm. still what would happen. But the most amazing aspect of it is not really that I'm traveling outside of my body and I'm getting all this inspiration and information in sort of a dreamlike state. The most interesting part that I that I consciously can remember every single time because I think it has so much meaning to me about the validity of what we're doing is that I feel myself coming back through the dimensions before I come out of this state. Mm-hmm. And so it's not even a question that that's what's happening. Yeah. So it's bringing awareness to yes. you about the dimensions, which that's mm-hmm. so important. Yeah. Especially doing healing work. Because that, to me, working with the dimensions is as important as working with the geometries. Yes. So because in each dimension, the, um, the energies that, that we have access to for shifting and working with are so powerful. So if you can have a clear understanding of the different dimensions, imagine how much more effective you would be in creating what you want. Mm-hmm. Instead of just saying, well, I want this, yeah. and, and then do your affirmations or whatever. But this is fine-tuning it give and a, working. Give a physical example of how this might play out. Well, let's see. <laughs> well, okay, th- this is easy. So um, working with, well, let me give you a really good story. Um, there is a group that I've been working with that pull in a, a certain dimension. And, it, uh, and I studied the dimensions with the Mayan lineage, okay? And that's working with over 100 different dimensions. Okay, but, and, and I guess for different different uh, groups are coming from it in different ways, and that's okay, that's all mm-hmm. good. Uh, this one group, though, um, uh, you you do a meditation, I may even do that tonight, do a meditation where you bring the, the dimensions up to the 12th level, and for that, this was so cool, because I'm in this, so I, I know how to do the dimensions, right? I know how to work with them. And so working with these dimensions, I'm in a room with a, uh, with a group of people, and they were all familiar with the, the, the gentleman I came to see. I wasn't. It was my first time there. And uh, so we open up the 12th dimension, and he says, so let's... So now we welcome the masters, okay? And, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, that's cool, that's cool. <laughs> and, uh, and, and all of a sudden I see this, uh, 
this uh, chamber, and so I'm a seer, I see things, right? So I see this, this uh, no, for the first one, yeah, I see a chamber of blue light, and then I see a semicircle of stars. And I thought, ah, that's Mother Mary. And so the guy goes, and we now welcome Mother Mary. And I went, oh, that's too cool. <laughs> now, now the other people in the room who had mm-hmm. been working, they didn't work with the mentions, and they, they were like just going with it. Mm-hmm. And afterward, they were saying like, yeah, my arm was tingling, and I was feeling, yeah. I was feeling this and that, and, and I'm. And so then he says, um, okay, now, now, okay, now we welcome the next master, and, and that's how he talks. And, and all of a sudden, I see this orange chamber of light coming in. And, and I went, whoa, Sai Baba? And because that's, <laughs> that's, that's who I relate orange to because he always wears those orange robes. But I'm not a, a, a devotee of Sai Baba, although I think he's a very uh, exquisite, beautiful being. But I'm, you know, I don't follow him or anything. So this just popped into my head, right? I'm like, Sai Baba. And, <laughs> and then he goes, and we welcome the master Sai Baba. And I went, oh, no. <laughs> and so then he says, um, then he pulls in. He says, let's bring in the next master. But, but the reason why I'm bringing that out is because of having, um, having an awareness of the dimensions and also practice a practice of meaning I focus in and work with them that look look what came through Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's because I really did open myself to that dimension in the room that I was able to see to feel Mm -hmm. uh, to travel and it was it was just so vivid and so clear and I was seeing and hearing things before he even said them, Mm -hmm. which was very good so and that's that's just a, a, a mini thing, but you could you could take the dimensions and operate or work with the dimensions to actually go into the physical body when you're working with someone that's having uh, some kind of disease and actually work with the physical body using dimensions. Right. Mm-hmm. Because right. So that's what we're that's what we do sometimes consciously sometimes not consciously when we're practicing energy work or reconnection or matrix energetics we're working with whatever dimension is willing to show up for us or whatever energy field or whatever master so that's Mm -hmm. the difference between reconnection and matrix energetics is that matrix energetics is a little bit more consciously created reconnection is kind of just showing up but reconnection is very powerful for me and i think it's because you don't have to think about it. I Right. It's more right. about allowing. Mm-hmm. So the more I can let go, the more I allow. And I think that through that practice, perhaps mm-hmm. I'll facilitate some knowing of what is taking place to be able to use it consciously. Mm-hmm. But for now, I'm kind of mm-hmm. just in the place yeah. of and like... That's, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's Where great. matrix energetics is the power of thought. Mm. So that's probably why I resonate with that a lot are you saying you're smarter no not at all i'm just saying that i i'm actually locked into (laughs) thought processes so it's hard for me to or it used to be really hard for me to let go because in my mindset because i come from such a scientific background i'm thinking oh lord what am i gonna let in if i open up you know and and it's doubting my own ability (laughs) to protect myself and know that i'm protected and safe and if anything comes through it's all playing upon my subconscious fears anyway i'm creating everything around me that i'm experiencing so 
knowing that I have the power now, it has allowed me to open up a little bit more to allow for, you know, seeing dimensions and allowing that to process in somebody's physical body and working with sacred geometry and doing all those things. It's allowed me to open up to that. Um, and just knowing that I am innately safe has helped me a lot. You know, um, I'm very analytical as well. Mm -hmm. Right. Major. So, Mm -hmm. so I think, um, that's probably why I'm here to teach this because yes. I have an understanding mm-hmm. on a mind level as well. But um, my when people come to me now, my work has completely changed, mm-hmm. and and that's what it does. It evolves right mm-hmm. now for all right. of us. And um, what happens now when people ask me, "What do you do?" and I really don't know. <laughs> You're like, I breathe. I can't, I can't put in words. Right? I breathe yeah. and emit light. Right. The end. Yeah, um, but but now you know it's it's uh, when someone comes in, I'll just say, I'll you know like they'll they'll say you know I'm coming in for such and such, and I'll go okay, you know, can mm-hmm. you help me? Well, I don't know. Let's right. See. Yeah. <laughs> so they come in, they lie on the table, and and it used to be that I thought I had to do a practice. Yeah. Right. I had to pull something out of my toolbox. Yep. And the truth is the toolbox is there mm-hmm. and that's fine that's cool mm-hmm. but now I know and it goes back to you Sheena that if I invite in who wants to be there to work with this person mm-hmm. for their highest good of course um, I sit back and pretty much watch mm-hmm. because I'm just there to bring the the two together right hold okay? space that's mm-hmm. it that's it and mm-hmm. and it was it's funny it was funny for me because being analytical i thought oh mm-hmm. well, i have to do this or i have right. to do that and i remember mm-hmm. when i first saw the beings come into the room and encircle the table and they started emitting light rays you know across mm-hmm. the person's grid and uh, around their, their their physical matrix and stuff i'm like oh wait wait what am i supposed to do and i was asking them like in my mind what, what do you want me to do where, where do you want me to mm-hmm. put my hands and then i thought Nobody's listening to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I just sat down and I, and I got it like, oh, I'm not, I'm not supposed to do anything. I'm yeah. thinking I'm doing it, right? And uh-huh. I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. But, but it was, it's a gift to see the work that, that mm-hmm. takes place and, and the feels. And mm-hmm. it's taught me a lot because uh, here's another thing. When, when, because I see things, I used to wonder, what am I seeing? What am I seeing? Mm-hmm. And I would, I would go to my teachers and ask, what was that? What was that? Yeah. And for the most part, they didn't know what, what it was because it was for me to see it, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and it took a wise woman to tell me, that's not mine, that's yours, you need to find out. And I realized if I, was, if I would just be patient, which I started doing, mm-hmm. I became patient and just allowed it to be the it would come to me what mm-hmm. was happening because then in the next few days and all of a sudden an article would come come across you know in the facebook mm-hmm. or something like that and I'd go wow that's what i saw mm-hmm. that's what i saw yes yeah that rings so true for me just with my out of body experiences seeing things in different realms and dimensions and not being able to piece it together because time and space don't exist when you're out of your body. So getting all of these, these messages and seeing things 
so clearly and experiencing them and then bringing them back to earth and, and me trying to decode everything and obsess <laughs> over, well, what does that mean? What does that mean? And going to, yes, my mentors and teachers and mm-hmm. they'll, you know, they do the best that they can, but then some things they're like, it's not for you to really even figure out at this point, the information's in yeah. you. So you're going to access it and utilize it whenever you need it. Yeah. And also, so, so know that when you do travel, you know, you're bringing mm-hmm. in light that there is a shifting that takes place mm-hmm. and it and the more you integrate it and live with it right you know, like walk uh, mm-hmm. right foot left foot mm-hmm. integrate it into your form the more mm-hmm. you do that the the more you start shifting okay? right mm-hmm. so it is a process so it's, it's mm-hmm. actually a healing for you a balancing yes. for you and when you get to that place where you can bring it in mm-hmm. and go oh aha but you had to get you wasn't there right when you were in in that experience yes. to even get it mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah. yeah and i have now since i've had these experiences for over a year i have realized that some things have popped up you know six months down the line mm-hmm. where I'm like, Oh my gosh, yeah. that's what happened. You know, that's what was going yeah. on. I mean, there's still a ton of things I don't really understand and I'm navigating it and figuring it out along the way, yeah. but that's what makes it yeah. fun yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And then part of me, it's learning to let go and not obsessing over right. figuring everything out yeah. because <laughs> it's all fear based. If yeah, I'm like, yeah, I have to figure it out. I have to figure it out. It's like, why do I need to figure this out? Just right. drop the judgment, yeah. integrate and just be. Well, just just as we give ourselves labels, right? You know, like, yeah. what do you do? And if we have to put it in in words to sound like something, we're actually limiting Mm-hmm. What we're doing. I say that right. all the time, yes. Cindy. Yes. I'm she always does. like, yeah. words are so, they're so limiting, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's why a lot of times when I have exchanges with people, I just assume yeah. that they're understanding me, <laughs> yeah, by well, me saying nothing. A lot and they of go, people. Oh, she's yeah. just a basic witch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people do have. They have mentioned. Oh, I have a problem communicating with Sheena. Like Sheena doesn't oh. communicate well. <laughs> Do you know and this? so, yeah, it, this is a, re- a recurring theme in Sheena's life. And I've even had moments of that, but I just realized <laughs> that I, it's an energetic exchange that matter. Sheena has with people. Yeah. And I've had to really accept it. And I love that about you, but it can really turn people off sometimes because they're like, well, what is she thinking? You know, because like, they are not getting the words from her that okay. they're seeking out. Yeah. And they're just getting more of an energetic, you know, transfer. Well, or they may, they may not know how to understand my energetic communication. That so, too. and so like, because so many people take so much physical time mm-hmm. explaining themselves yes. and like making people feel good about what they're saying. Mm-hmm. That's what maybe people <laughs> yes. are used to. And so, yeah. and I just don't have the time to do that. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> It's not a good use. Of, it's not a good use of my time. It's, <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> do you think? Do you understand what I'm saying? Though? But you yeah. know what? Here's here's an, a, a shift. Another okay? okay. A shift could be that, especially if you're teaching something or yes. explaining something in mm-hmm. front of a group. Um, this came up for me in the last few weeks of of working with other teachers, and I've been blessed to have many brilliant teachers masters in my life Mm -hmm. and that taught me so much even even uh in the 
Like what's what's the word? It's like yeah, teaching verbally. Oh, even in the not teaching. Yeah, but in in like me demonstrating, getting pissed off about oh. something yes. I'll oh. learn later, right? Yes, yes. Oh, that's what they were teaching me. Okay, right. because I was pissed, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> not that I blocked it, but that was part of the teaching. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, it it's about learning how to communicate your energy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can stand there, sit there, and speak. But where is it coming from? Mm-hmm. What body is it coming from? Mm-hmm. And and I know a lot of teachers uh, operate out of their emotional. Well, that's only going to reach people there. And you've got people mm-hmm. working on working with different levels personally. Right. So if you're if you're talking to someone who's who's working at a and and lower higher chakra doesn't matter. It's it's where their understanding is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's it's learning how to work with that. When you convey, so when I say running grids, that's a big way to do it, that you can actually go in and mm-hmm. and reach all these different levels. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I had a teacher one time tell me that, that I was pulling in information so up here that... Crown all, chakra. Yeah, that mm-hmm. only so much there was going over the heads. Right. So it was learning how to ground that and come in mm-hmm. from the heart. Yes. Come mm-hmm. in from here, you know, this mm-hmm. connection of inspiration, creativity. Or from your throat. I do yeah. a lot of work mm-hmm. here and here. So I've got to be able to bring it in. Mm-hmm. So, and, it, and it's not even them consciously understanding. It's so that they can integrate this into their uh-huh. form. Yes. Right. And, and a lot of people, unfortunately, they learn modalities. They learn, uh, you know, they read a lot of books, but they never, no one teaches them how to do that. How to integrate. Know how to how to communicate using oh, energy okay. to mm-hmm. reach people in right. a room mm-hmm. because they're all coming from different levels. So you yes. have to be able to come. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like okay, you're, you're, you've probably been in the same realm that I have mm-hmm. doing public speaking. Yes. So you learn mm-hmm. some are audible, some are visual. It's even beyond that. Right. So you, right. you're actually um, accessing mm-hmm. different energy mm-hmm. levels to reach everybody in the yes. room. Mm-hmm. And that's not being mm-hmm. taught. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes you have to speak, you know, intellectually from the mind. Other times you have to speak from the heart. Other times you mm-hmm. have to speak channeled information well, and you completely. Do it all, and yeah, and then all. your your body movements, where you are energetically projecting, mm-hmm. it's a lot of information coming at people in different levels and different ranges. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like Cindy was saying, learning learning how to communicate all of those things is going to help a lot of people getting their message to be received yeah. in a better way. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, they want the experience. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so being, I, oh, want the experience. <laughs> so th- there are times when, when I'm with people that I'm just moving my fingers. Right. And mm-hmm. that's what they're getting. Mm-hmm. So, so this, this could be blah, 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 blah. Right, right. <laughs> and, and this is, this is where they're getting it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And it, yeah. that's working with, the geometry, mm-hmm. yeah, shooting mm-hmm. right. third eye and just shifting them around. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. you can do that so nobody sees it. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, sometimes oh, that's a distraction. Right. <laughs> sometimes maybe people are getting the energetic communication that they need to get by my not. Right. There. Yes. You not responding or speaking in a way that they're expecting. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. But which is that part I was saying, leaving angry or mad. Yes. And it's like. That was the lesson. Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember you telling that story. It was about um, a teacher, right? You were uh, 
a teacher basically pissed you off oh, and like yeah, triggered you all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But through that experience, like pe- a lot of people listening might not understand that oh, like this yeah. work is not just yeah. like light and no. you're not going to agree with everything, but well, there's a yeah, reason but for it's, it. It's to, it's to, um, bring up the triggers so yeah. you have mm-hmm. the experience to shift them. That was about, that brought me back into an initiation, many past lives of, uh, you know, being a, an adept, a student. And that one experience, and it was, it, it was a buildup. And that one experience, actually, it took me about three, no, about six months to process. And how I got it was a book kept falling off my bookshelf. Mm-hmm. And then I saw... Oh my gosh, it had to bring my energy level up to that, to that certain point, more passion for me to open that up, like, so the DNA can release that code, that information, that knowledge, that wisdom. And then I was able to access those lifetimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's break that down for people, Uh which basically (laughs) was just that the experience was a teacher didn't give you what you were expecting them to give you. Oh, they didn't know what, they still didn't know what I experienced. But they were just showing up for what they were being inspired, the way that they were inspired to show up for you so that that could happen, maybe, whatever. But but (laughs) I'm trying to kind of just backtrack the experience so that people can maybe understand like how you just explained something taking place. Say that you're even drawn to a specific healer or teacher or mentor or whatever. Say they're on stage, they're teaching, they're going about their business, doing exactly what's uh-huh. aligned with them, uh-huh. whatever, and you are getting pissed off receiving the information. Yeah. That is also serving you because oh, it's yes. giving you so much information exactly. about why is it triggering yes, you? Yes. What is coming up for and, you? And the teacher you has know. no idea they're doing Right, that. but that's yes. still teaching. <laughs> exactly. Even if you're disagreeing with everything that they're saying yeah. and you're being triggered so much by yeah. it. You explained um, it so well. Yes. That's exactly yeah. what I was yeah. So, but what, what happens <laughs> is, is energetically you're raising you're raising your your field so much so that this trigger comes up and Mm -hmm. then so when I said DNA within I work with the DNA a lot Mm -hmm. so the what the um double helix no the 80 percent of the DNA that you don't see the etheric Mm -hmm. DNA we hold so much information, hundreds of thousands of years of information that we have stored in there from this incarnation, other incarnations, and here on this planet, elsewhere. And what happens is this information can be released. And it's released when we shift and bring in light. Mm-hmm. And to bring in light, we have to raise ourselves. And, and what we've been talking about here is these, these triggers, these experiences that we have that make us go in, forces us, the soul. So we say a prayer. We want to be awakened. We want to be more aware. We want to be more spiritual. We want to be wiser, whatever. Your soul is going to bring to you exactly what you need in the format that you mm-hmm. need that's going to create the shift so that the DNA can start releasing these things mm-hmm. and you start remembering who you are. That's it. That's yes. awesome. Yes. And sometimes that looks like getting pissed off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We can't choose. The soul is choosing. <laughs> yes. Now, and, and the thing is that now you can, you can, usually for me, um, these more passionate, because we we judge we judge our responses right and and that's more from monkey mind yeah mm-hmm. that's bad that's mm-hmm. bad because i remember that that incident 
the teacher said that um, I must have genetic anger in my mind. I was like, what, what the hell is genetic anger? How do I work with that? Mm-hmm. And I was saying, what do I do with that? And yeah. they were like, well, we don't know what you do with that. <laughs> what, what do I do with that information, right? And, and, and the truth is that... that experience though brought my energy so it was almost like it had to pop it had to break Mm -hmm. open right so i wouldn't judge the experiences that your soul brings to you now as you become more aware then you can have it through your awareness then you can make it gentler and easier to bring the information Mm -hmm. or to raise your frequency it doesn't always have to be trauma and pain right. mm-hmm. and all that other stuff. Uh, unless there's a lot of sadness that you have in there. Okay? Yeah. Uh, or right. if you're so unwilling to look at it that it has to hit you that way. Sure. Right. Yeah, because you're, mm-hmm. you're hitting your head against the mm-hmm. wall. So, yeah, it has yeah. to. Because yeah. that's the only way that, that you're going to stop and see it. Yeah. Not. So it's kind of right. a message for a lot of people to just become a little bit more introspective to what's happening in their daily experience. Yeah. Right. So that they Who don't need I? those big things popping up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I also think that when Sheena doesn't um, verbalize her communication. Yeah, it's fun. It gets fun, Cindy. No, I'm actually (laughs) taking up for Sheena, people. For once. (laughs) So because you don't give a lot of verbal communication to somebody, that might be a lesson for them or a trigger for them in them needing to speak up more and Mm -hmm. asking you a question Mm -hmm. or, you know, being inspired to speak more on their behalf. So Mm -hmm. if they're not getting something from you, it's because they might be triggered to, um, that they're not actually giving enough to information to you. Mm -hmm. So it's actually pretty interesting. Then with your awareness, you just look back into your life. You know, you just make it a practice of Mm -hmm. how often does that happen to me? Cause, cause Mm -hmm. usually those triggers keep coming up yeah, over and yes. over. So it's different people, different different circumstances, but it's always the same thing. Yeah. Which is a lot of this work that we do in this mm-hmm. meditation, mm-hmm. by going back and doing the timeline and, and allowing the soul to bring up these experiences for you so you can clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I have been hearing you speak about these topics for probably two, three, four years. And logically the information is just starting to make sense oh brilliant <laughs> yeah so i would say the same yeah, yeah um, definitely it, it takes practice yep. yeah like i i really didn't i didn't understand the concept of shifting i didn't understand the concept of shedding i didn't understand the concept of release work and its relevance and how much it plays into this co-creation of life oh yeah it's really magnificent and also a way to begin dictating how you're going to play at life. Mm-hmm. And what's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's how I think that you can't begin, you know, everyone, when, when everyone like steps their toe into energy work and in the spiritual realm, the first thing is like, okay, how do I manifest a million dollars? Yes. <laughs> I want to be rich. Yep. yep. Money, richness, uh, health, happiness, and re- uh, an amazing relationship. Well, that, part of it comes from an understanding of how to release the part that's holding you back from that. So this, this work and this practice, it has so much importance, but yet is sometimes is oftentimes not talked about enough, not 
to the point of being able to actually see it quickly. Yeah. But don't you don't you find through your lifetime of of working through this information that it actually is becoming easier to integrate and faster? Oh yeah. Yeah. But Definitely. not just for you, but in the world. Oh yes, because the, everything's supporting that. I mean, the mm-hmm. energies, the 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 energies surrounding the planet are all supporting us to wake up. Mm-hmm. So we're actually being supported. Yeah. yeah. So like you may have spent ten years learning a particular practice I've that been now doing you could this since I was eighteen. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. But it, it started out. It started out with. Um, you know, meditation gurus, then a, a Buddhist practice. I was a monk for many years, and then energy work. And 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 back at eighteen, nineteen, I was a raw fooder. Then in Hawaii, herbalist, and yeah. So did the whole Cindy's so cool. Did the whole gambit, and now I'll be sixty. Yay, oh my yay, god, sixty awesome. in two weeks. Yeah, on the twenty fifth. You look so way week. younger than sixty. Thank yeah. You. So um, that energy works. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it it's it's. Um, it, you see all the different shifts and and how you come because back when I was young, right on the beaches and you know all the hippie and mm-hmm. all the cool stuff, right? The fun it times. Was, <laughs> it was what did you say? Fun times. The fun times. Oh no, it's yeah. fun. Now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cindy has a lot yeah. of fun now. Creation yeah, is fun now. Yeah. Um, but but at that age. Um, you, you know, you could only want what your mind can hold, right? What your mm-hmm. mind can understand. So for me, joy, peace, um, that was having a spiritual practice, eating healthy, mm-hmm. having a guru maybe. Doing you know? physical things in a 3D yeah. experience. Yeah, and, and I remember I, I would set up these, um, the, I would make these um, these frames and I would put, uh, cellophane paper on it. This was back 18 years. I was 18 yeah. years old. So how, how long ago was that? About my son's 42, so about 47 years ago. So I was making these frames in Hawaii in my little teepee, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and putting the cellophane paper, and I would lie under it so the sun could do color healing on my chakras. So you know, you did that, but I didn't really understand about the energy. I just knew color was so mm-hmm. important, right? Mm-hmm. I knew right. that much. So I mean, you start with stuff like that, and then you get to the point where. Um, you know, you're you're all uh, you're peaceful, you're serene, and it's all good. And then somebody steps on your toe, and you're ah, you're going right. nuts, right? Mm-hmm. And that's because all that stuff is still inside. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you start doing your work, yeah. right? Right, the real mm-hmm. work, the yeah. real work. Yeah, I think it's a fascinating process because. I feel like the whole world is shifting right now to an experience that is less physical, physical and more um, energetic and yeah. more um, reaching for a frequency instead of reaching for a tool. So you're kind of transcending tools yeah. and techniques. And whereas, you know, before you would need to hold a physical crystal, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, in your yeah. hand, which is like, yeah, that's a great building block. That's great even for now to, yeah. to start out with, with that mm-hmm. physicality. And once you work with it and get to know that energy of it, it's yes. with you forever. Right. So yeah. if you need to pull in the frequency of a clear quartz, mm-hmm. you know what that feels like, you know how it shifts people. Yeah. So you can just pull in that energy at that point into your healing sessions or in your everyday experience so i think the world is moving towards that yeah cindy has passed down all of her crystals to us because she's like i don't need them anymore right (laughs) i am going to hot springs and for my birthday they're fun though yeah i'm gonna bring back some crates because i I have a um i want to do a pyramid in my backyard and do do a foot in the ground of just crystals 
That's so awesome. Yeah. That is cool. That's really cool. People are doing that mm-hmm. when they're building houses now. Yeah. Oh, nice. They're Good. doing a collection of crystals underneath yes. the yeah. uh, foundation. I had dreams before I went to Egypt and they were showing me how to do this. So that's awesome. My my higher self was showing mm-hmm. me how to dig in the ground. And, and that's yeah. so cool. Are you going to do like vegetables and flowers and things like no, that? No, no, no. This is just a place to sit. Oh my God. I want to come sit. Yeah. Your <laughs> life is so awesome. I know. <laughs> Cindy, you're yeah, so, Cindy nice. is so cool. It's I know. Be nice. Uh, what, what's going to happen is you won't be able to be things, on earth. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> yeah. Things, things that do not resonate with your original blueprint, your mm-hmm. blueprint won't be able to be there. Mm-hmm. So you'll shift immediately. Frequency. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like, and you just to practice 10 minutes a day, something like that, just sitting. And, and I, don't, I don't even want to make it close. It's just going to be an open, but it's, it's to have the alignment and the crystals. That is so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is kind of speaking to the, the question that I was just bringing up that, um, you know, there were so many, like Amberly was saying, tools and practices and tact- tactics of yesteryear that were important for us to learn, but really just to begin attuning and seeing the the frequency that it can create. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because then once the frequency and the attunement happens, like you said, in your energy work and in your practices, you can just bring in the frequency. So that's that like, where does that go? That almost goes to the place of like, you can bring it. Can you bring in the frequency of the most optimal food that you need? Yes, or can, you can. Mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. that's can what you, I do all the time. Can you yeah. change mm-hmm. the frequency of the food in front of you if it's not that's what, what prayers yeah. were meant? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. that's in my back to basics course. Yes, that yeah. I talk about. Yes, that. and yeah. so like, where mm-hmm. where else does this go? Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It's stop. it's infinite <laughs> possibilities. The more yeah. creative you can yeah. get, yeah. like why not? There are no rules. There's no limit on this. Mm-hmm. That's what's so awesome. Yeah, and I think you know when for the women's retreat, um, I brought in ritual, and I think that's so important that. Uh, ritual and ceremony um, does have purpose because it was how it was how our ancestors honored and brought in the energies, introduced mm-hmm. them, or invited the energies mm-hmm. to be present, mm-hmm. uh, invited the angelic realm, and 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 for for a lot of uh, we've outgrown a lot of rituals and ceremony that that we had as young children but now it's to bring in rituals and you create your own but that means something to you so that what that does is increases your awareness that mm-hmm. uh, like even the ritual of having um and uh, we did that did this at the women's retreat for before you enter a room just put your your palm on the door frame that you leave you leave any negative thoughts behind and you only bring in love and light into the room. So you're like, oh, I could do that. But the truth <laughs> is, when you stop every time you come to a door frame, what you're doing is you're opening your awareness to... Mm-hmm. So you, can it's you a imagine? stimulus. Yeah, mm-hmm. so can you imagine if then every time you saw a door frame and you touched it, it was... You released. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was that. So it's, it's that awareness that you create with these little rituals, with the ceremony that we've outgrown mm-hmm. or, or we, we can bring them back into our mm-hmm. lives and it would be so much richer. And then your life does become a practice. It's not something, well, I wake up at, at uh, six in the morning and I meditate. Have your, have your practice do Continuous. the gambit of the mm-hmm. entire day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. And it's low, it's low rituals like Mm -hmm. that, low ceremonies. The Pleiadians actually talk about that about, and they've told Sheena this before in a session to check in with herself multiple times during the day. Yeah. And eventually that is going to lead to a subconscious programming and a whole new belief system about, you know, having all of those affirmations that you've done, you put the work in and it's just in you at that point. Yeah. So you're living your everyday life in that new Mm -hmm. belief system, new frequency, new experience. Yeah. So. Well, they could have called me. No. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Maybe you're just channeling them, or or they're channeling you. Well, they were, well, they were masters at at our DNA, right? The Pleiadians, yeah. 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 Do you know which system or um, or type of being you're channeling all the time, or who you're always? Do you always know who you're getting information from? Um, I I ask. Um, Sometimes what what happens, and, and you guys are doing this as well, what happens now is, you know, when you start talking in front of a class or start a meditation, you something comes out of your mouth and, and somebody will say later, what was that you said? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> right, right. Oh, all the time. All the time. Yes. And so you've got that kind of thing. But um, a few months ago, no, almost a year ago, I had an experience where I actually saw my star system, and that was incredible. Um, and now I see them all the time. Um, That's really cool. Yeah. Um, so your your genetic output is that of a specific star system that you're saying, like you know, you knew that that's where you came from. No, I didn't. Oh, you they, didn't. They came to me. Oh, that's fun. That's really cool. But maybe also scary. It shocked me. Um, it and it came from working with the dimensions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to open up dimensions to get to that place. Um, but I, th- I think uh, you know once once you you know have a practice, you do this work, you begin to start accessing other other realms, and um, there are communications that start taking place, and you always have control. Okay, there's, um, you can always say no, Mm -hmm. just as you can always say yes, you could Mm -hmm. always say no. And when something doesn't feel right, you say no. Okay. Um, and, and that's like clearing a space. I, the same thing with, um, you know, removing stuff and it, it's just, it's, it's an absence of light. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. And so you just use bringing light, but, um, I think um, what for me what happens is because of maybe jumping around to so many mm-hmm. um, that uh, there's just so many you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and and in in the room when I'm working with people I I see things uh, new things all the time that That's I've awesome. never seen before uh, so That's really cool and uh, I sometimes I can relate it to a, a um, like un- unnamed, mm-hmm. but now they're. I, I work with Galactic um, Akash as well. So, you know, you're 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 pulling in uh, now what's happening because I think I think the beings that are waking up, meaning humanity that's waking up, uh, especially the younger children, younger generation, twenties, thirties. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are coming from other places as well. So it's always going to be a new light being coming in that I've mm-hmm. never seen before. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Colors, configurations that I've not seen. So what is Sheena? 
(laughs) (laughs) What are you? I've been trying to figure this out forever. (laughs) What are you? (laughs) I know. (laughs) Lord knows. I don't. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I don't think I want to know what I. Do you think we're probably not one thing? No, you're not. That's what. That's what I just said. Yeah, because we're all souls, and we've gone. We've come from so many different places, and Mm -hmm. and and. You know, for the most part, a lot of old light workers have been here for so many lifetimes. Okay, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and we're solid. Okay, yeah. But then, then there's some that jump back and forth mm-hmm. every every other kind of thing. Yeah. So they're not well grounded. But mm-hmm. um, and then there's they're coming in from different places as well now because they all want to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is a joyous time. Yeah. So, but, but, um. I, th- I think the more you open, the more you start, um, because we share DNA, and and the experiences that I had on that last trip, um, they showed me so much about DNA and and uh, different places that um, I think when we start opening up, and and this is not anything to be fearful about. Okay, this is just beautiful light work um, that uh, you begin to just feel so much love and honor in working and working with the different beings and the aspects but you you start you start resonating with all beings and that that was one mm-hmm. of the messages that came through in Egypt is that once you get to a place in your work and you start opening up that you can never hate anybody um, once a relationship breaks up, you're always going to love that person mm-hmm. because that oneness is there and you've experienced it on another level. Mm-hmm. So I think as more and more people get to that place, that's when war shifts mm-hmm. because we have to see that we can't hurt anybody else because mm-hmm. you, you've gotten to that place on that heart level, not the emotional level, but in the level that you truly know we share the same, the same mm-hmm. consciousness. It's all the same. Right. Mm-hmm. It's all the same. It's all, all source, all the same. Right. Yeah. And then it also stems from working on yourself, I feel like, because if you are investing your love into a person and they break up with you, say you have a breakup and you're like, oh, I just, I hate them. That's a reflection of you. You know what? You're hurting yourself. You're not giving yourself, you're denying yourself a lot of love and connection to source. If you come from a place of hating a person, it all has to do with you and you have the power to transform that completely Mm -hmm. by giving yourself self-love practices and um, acceptance and dropping judgment and integrating and all those good things. Yeah. You know, I had, um, I had an experience probably when was this, um, about four years ago that, um, and, and it just completely shifted something in me. Mm -hmm. And, um, someone said something and it, it brought up a trigger for me and I automatically labeled it as that person was, well, and what was it? That person, I can't remember what it was, mm-hmm. but another person next to me said, oh, I think they're learning discernment. And so they completely turned it around from 
what they did that looked negative mm-hmm. to yes, the deeper soul lesson that yes. was taking place. Mm-hmm. So the person actually had, oh, it was about um, someone going around and saying stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Saying stuff about other people and other stuff. Yes. And and so I looked at it as, wow, you know, they, they, they're saying this. Yeah. yeah and, and the other person said, I think they're learning discernment mm-hmm. because that's mm-hmm. truly what they were learning. Yes. Right. So outside, our triggers are, are, are you know, like fireworks right. popping all over. But the truth is that soul had to do that to get to a place to learn discernment. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's perfect. Because right. that practice perfect. is painful for that person. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. People, I I, I know, like, I, no. people, I talk about it a lot, that we, you know, immediately want to judge someone who has done an act that we say, you know, is negative or wrong or um, or hurtful or violent or any of these things, we're, we're viewing it from an exterior perspective of saying like that person did this. And so we're then that person is that. <laughs> yeah. So the, you know, that person is wrong and all, and all these things and like that person, just yeah. like you're saying is just having this same experience here to learn. Yeah. And that experience of that person, you know, acting out in that way is, is a huge lesson for the people around them, but mostly for them. And like, be grateful that you're not in that experience where you have to do that, first of all, but also express love to that situation and to that person so that maybe, you know, that person can elevate and shift in this lifetime in a way that you can actually see the transcendence of that human being from a place of, you know, needing to lash out violently Mm -hmm. to seeing like, you know, actually, why am I doing that? Where is that coming from? Sure. And mm-hmm. shifting out of it and become and, and changing. And light would do right. that for the person. Definitely. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it does mm-hmm. that for us. We might not be stabbing mm-hmm. people on the street, but we're probably doing things with our mind that, you know, society is okay with. But in actuality, it's not it's not of the highest expression well, it is, sometimes. It is. Mm-hmm. You said might not be stabbing them, but your words are stabbing mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Or and feel. thoughts maybe mm-hmm. yeah. or just a glance you know like yeah, your eyes are right. daggers yeah stab right you're doing something to their mm-hmm. field yeah which yeah. is affecting them yeah right yeah yeah so it's not just enough to say well i'm i'm perfect i live in my little house i don't stab anyone <laughs> and, and i've and i've cloaked all my mirrors so i can't see anything right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm no. isolating L- myself enough to not good. have triggers <laughs> yes I can't see yeah. mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not off the hook, housewives. Yeah. <laughs> You're not. Nope. No one not. is. Yeah. Not a single person. No, as mm-hmm. long as you have skin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even then. Yeah. 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 I'm thinking like, aren't yeah. there probably other people here who don't have skin who probably are working through these things too? Probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Animals yeah. too. Sure. Well, no. I'm even. thinking not animals. Oh, oh, like aliens, like ghosts. <laughs> aliens. Oh, ghosts. Aliens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like more like ghosts. Yeah. Ghosts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is we're gonna have to talk about ghosts on another thing on another podcast <laughs> because I talk. I've said this before too, Cindy. Like a lot of people um, who are mediums who express information from people who have just passed you know, I've kind of been a little bit critical of that experience and not in a way that I think that it's wrong, just in a way that I want people to have an awareness around that the fact that that is what's being channeled 
information from someone who's just passed and maybe that information is not always of the highest vibration and frequency. And so just, just being aware of that. Um, but at the same time, you know, being open to all the information that mm-hmm. in, in your energetic field, if you're inspired to, I, I talk to mediums all the time and psychics all the time. Like I, I love information, but just knowing that you have the, the job and the work of discernment, why am I receiving this information? What does that feel like to me? Like, what does that mean for me? In what way can I best use this in my life and all these things? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, there are some mediums who will channel people who have just passed. And sometimes it's a very loving message and something that someone does need to hear to help them shift. And then, you know, other times it's just, uh, you know, not of the highest vibration. But there are also mediums who channel light beings and angels and, you know, beings of the highest good who have the highest, most intention to help you on this earth plane. Right. So... Just like everything out there, there are going to be some mediums who will channel one thing, other mediums channel another thing. Yeah. It's just like teachers, mentors, always go with somebody that you are in resonance with right. yeah. and vibrating with. Yeah. That's going to be the best message yeah. for you. Yeah. Even if it's seemingly negative, yeah. even at that point, it's going to help them. Right. You're right. Because even if I, it's a trigger. I'm, I am remembering experiences that I've had with mediums and, and I remember feeling mm-hmm. in my body like there's something just teaching you discernment. <laughs> right, right. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I came here yep. for discernment. Yeah. yeah. So now you know what not to go to. Yeah. yeah. If I'm looking for information of the, my highest potential right. and truth. Mm-hmm. And not well, just then, for entertainment you purposes. you call upon or, your, yeah. your higher self. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's, that's what you have to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So when you are, and for everyone listening who doesn't know Cindy, you are very, you're very amazing at operating as a human. What does as that well. mean? I mean, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> some people, well, some people might, might view people who are light workers or spiritual teachers or meditators as just being able to do that. Well, oh, I'm pretty grounded. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're so, yeah. you're so grounded. You're very good at business. You're an amazing, I mean, you're just, you operate very, very efficiently as a human. I think mm-hmm. we all need to be connected to the planet because mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. now she is amping up her energy and if you can connect every day to the core of the earth, you're being fed that love, that nurturing, that compassionate energy mm-hmm. daily. Mm-hmm. Right. So hook on, to, hang on to the ride, right? Mm-hmm. She'll take you there. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of why I had to... <laughs> At first, stop going to Cindy's meditations because I was so out of my body. And Cindy and I talked about this, that her meditations going into different dimensions and all that kind of stuff, I was already doing that so much at that point that I needed something very grounding and and something of a completely different essence. Mm -hmm. And so then I did seek out, you know, doing grounding meditations on my own and Mm -hmm. and grounding and anchoring myself into the core of the earth. And that helped me so much to be able to even integrate and function on earth to get my messages out. That's why we incarnated in physical form. So Mm -hmm. we need to learn how to operate in this beautiful body. Yes. Important. Mm Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and I think a lot of people when they first start doing this, they want to be in the clouds. Oh, this this feels yeah, because so yeah, it feels oh, good. Cool. Yeah, I'm flying. Yeah, but you we have we have to learn how to use this body. Yeah, yes. it's important. It's a it's a very special vehicle mm-hmm. because without this vehicle, we won't we wouldn't feel 
Mm-hmm. We're tactile. We yeah. can feel, and there's so much connection, right? Yes. Just touching people, touching mm-hmm. the earth, touching animals. We wouldn't have that if we didn't have this physical form. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. is so, and this is so important, and it's to learn to live with or to transcend the perceived limitations that we think we have in this physical form. So mm. you see how we set that up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That because we're we're light beings flying around, but to be able to do that in this physical form, connect it and ground it—that's so mm-hmm. special. Yes. So that. So, what you're saying is that there is an energetic expression that has to funnel through this physical expression. And so if there's something that's lacking in the energetic field, it will be displayed as an ener- as a as a lack in the physical field. Oh yeah. Or a pain or oh, inflammation, yeah. inflammation, yeah. disease, yes. yes. will manifest it physically. I feel like a lot of people this podcast might be their only connection to source for them, you know, an hour a day. Maybe that's all they a lot for connecting to source, connecting with themselves, connecting to other humans in a way that is a very soul level and everything else going on in their life could be, you know, going through the motions, doing work, making money, raising kids, you know, being with your spouse, all this kind of stuff, just kind of going through the motion and being disconnected. And they're experiencing so much inflammation or gut issues or, um, you know, my hair is falling out, all these physical visceral symptoms Mm -hmm. that are coming up to say, Hey, 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 you're not in alignment with what you're meant to do yeah. and it's coming up faster and faster and more inflamed and and more dramatic for people I mean people that I see for healing things it's you know it's not just oh I have my left elbow hurts you know what do I do about it it's you know my um, myelinated sheath and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff it, mm-hmm. I'm having such bad pains going on in my body and MS and you know mm-hmm. all these things that are doctors aren't are, don't even know how to define them describe them prescribe yeah. anything right. for them to help them because these things are so deeply rooted and coming up in such an inflammatory way that you need to They're start looking to seek at alternative treatments yeah. and people like you who are saying where's your energetic connection like what's mm-hmm. happening in your energetic field what's right. happening on the soul level it's all signs and signals to show them hey you need to stop yeah. breathe connect and look at what's going on in your well, in your life the, it's the um the nervous system is just mm-hmm. fried yes they're they're not mm-hmm. connected mm-hmm. and so yes start from ground one ground zero yes and start mm-hmm. working because that's how we respond on a, on a the the nervous system takes the brunt of it yes we don't have a practice mm-hmm. And become aware. So, so we're like, uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're always reacting to something. Mm-hmm. And so the, the uh, nervous system just gets fried and, and says, okay, I give up. Right. right. And all this stuff starts manifesting as, as mm-hmm. autoimmune type. Things. Right. Well, yeah. I remember. The body can't take it anymore. Exactly. And mm-hmm. when I went to my first Reiki session, I remember um, the my Reiki master looking at me and saying, if you keep resisting your path, you are going to keep coming back to me with more and more pains. You're not even going to be able to move. Yeah. And that kind of gave me such a wake up call at that point. And I was like, okay, I have to 
leave, you know, everything I thought I ever was Mm -hmm. behind because I know I'm something else and I don't want to look at it. And that was storing as pain everywhere in my body. And then once I started releasing that and integrating who I really was and being okay with that, being Mm -hmm. out in society and being like, Hey, I'm this, I know I've said I've been this the whole time because I, I believe that. I changed my mind. Yeah. I changed my mind because I want to get rid of my pain. No, but it really did help. And your body is such an incredible vehicle because Mm -hmm. it will give you those signs and signals yeah. to be like hey look that you're looking over here I really want you to look over here instead mm-hmm. so paying attention to those si- signals mm-hmm. is vital mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that has caused you to show up in your life in mm-hmm. a way that is more fun for you as well definitely for you too yeah yeah oh, right. <laughs> for other people too yeah. I love getting to watch it I <laughs> uh, roll don't be so facetious sometimes she takes it out on me hint hint in a loving way <laughs> No, not sometimes not. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> actually. So I'm like, when you say I take things out on you, what exactly do you mean? Energetically or, um, okay. or That's physically? Fine. I don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't take things. Okay. Let me, let me clarify that. You don't beat me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Physically. That doesn't happen. Right. Physically. (laughs) I don't even know. I don't know how to even answer that because I'm so grateful for you. No, everything, everything that you experience, (laughs) I enjoy seeing it through my eyes and your eyes. And it's such a learning experience for me. But <laughs> I think That's I'm, I'm a really nice person. <laughs> so I'm like, wait, what is going on? Have I just been energetically beating you up and not known it? No. I mean, sometimes. You make me sound like a terrorist on no. this podcast. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Truly, you do. <laughs> We're learn- we like showed up in each other's lives to learn so much. Yeah. about ourselves one another and the world well, and then so that's what happens and like we said through this the entirety of this podcast sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't happen easily right or like smoothly right you're no angel neither are you yeah. <laughs> i actually am genetically <laughs> yep <laughs> i am too right cindy no you're not <laughs> you're not so you're but, fairy but are, i'm angel are, they're not they're they're not the gifts were not one is better than the other right okay okay yeah <laughs> no it's true it's very no, true not, no it's yeah. true yes it's true yes. not not one but we tend to say angels more because that's mm-hmm. our human mm-hmm. right they're not yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're light beings, right? Yeah. But we're yeah. all light beings. Right. We are, yeah. definitely. Right. Yeah. We just have a definition of those. Yeah. Right. You know what was really fast? I know we have to go. But yeah. what was actually fascinating to me is listening to Pleiadian downloads. They said... All of them up there, they look at us as masters Mm -hmm. and how we are teaching the entire universe Mm -hmm. so many things about Mm -hmm. dropping judgment Mm -hmm. and integration uh, in a world of duality and black and white and good and bad and all that kind of stuff. So we're teaching the whole galaxy and they look at us as the golden ones because we have such light bodies. We are pure light and we don't see that in ourselves. So, So whenever a master incarnates mm-hmm. on the planet it's an agreement that you have to come in in 3d so wow. not all masters awaken mm-hmm. and some remain 3d until they're awakened so mm-hmm. we know about the ones that awakened and we saw their light which right. would be who 
like well, Jesus, like Jesus, okay. like Buddha, like mm-hmm. Krishna, like Toth, like mm-hmm. uh, there's there's a whole bunch, right? Mm-hmm. Like Mother Mary, mm-hmm. like Mary Magdalene. Mm-hmm. So we saw their light, but that's because they woke up so quickly, mm-hmm. and maybe not even quickly for some. They might have had to come many lifetimes to right. get to that place. Mm-hmm. So we're ones that did not wake up yet mm-hmm. to realize to get to that 5D master, but we are all masters, which is why we came here. It's mm-hmm. awesome. So, so it's, it's now to get that message mm-hmm. because for so long we, we looked at the mass, the, the ones that awakened and we made them God. Mm-hmm. But now we're, we're the same. We were seeing the divinity in ourselves, in other people, just like we do today with love. We, yeah. we seek it out in other people yeah. when it really comes from within. And that's our message. That's mm-hmm. our message to us is right. that we're all masters. Mm-hmm. All masters. So you don't need to necessarily deify anything in your exactly. life because it's coming from you. Well, and that was the old paradigm to do yeah. that. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, we, we didn't understand, so we mm-hmm. put them Projected. there. Projected, yep. Down here when it's now they're saying, hold their hand and walk with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So amazing, Cindy. I'm so grateful for you. Me I really too. am. Me I don't too. say it enough, and I really, really am grateful for you as a teacher and someone that I know mm-hmm. I can always um, show up to being in your presence and experience mm-hmm. more information and more light. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I agree. So would you like for anyone to get in touch with you in any way if they have sure. any questions? Sure. Um, okay. I have um, uh, two websites. Uh, you could do uh, NOLA Botanics. That's N-O-L-A-B-O-T-A-N-I-C-S dot com or cindydagle.org. Okay. okay. And that's how you can get in touch. Great. Okay. That's awesome. And uh, just a reminder, you guys, a few um, pieces of information. We will post Cindy's website um, when we post the podcast. Um, So we have scheduled the second Basic Basic Witch Super Course. It's going to be taking place in October, October 20th through 22nd in New Orleans. It's another three-day intensive with Amberly and I. And so if you're interested in that, you can email me at sheena at rawrepublicjuice.com. And then you know our social media handles by now, so I won't repeat them. Hopefully you know who I am. Hopefully you know who Amberly (laughs) is for the love of everything that is. Um, And another thing that I've been doing... And I'm doing this as a practice because we request you guys to do this as well. Every time I hear a podcast that I appreciate and love, I share it with someone that I think that it will help. And I also write a review. And so, of course, like we do request that you guys do the same so that we can continue putting out these messages. Yes, I agree. We love you. We appreciate you. We're grateful for for your experience in this lifetime with us. Thank you for tuning in and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.